just, know, just it her. makes it easier to cut, cut, cut. Yeah. I understand why I'm wanting to have. So let me, let me. So in case they don't know, mm-hmm. we're, we're cutting the show. The yeah. show is not going to be a three-hour, two-hour podcast. Let me hit you with that. Yeah. One. We're making it digestible. Yeah. For everyone. I like food. I like food. I can yeah. eat cake. Do I want to eat a whole cake? Maybe. I mean, but yeah. two whole cakes? No. <laughs> two whole cakes. <laughs> Uh, that's the difference. Do you think you, you could eat a whole cake in a day? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, I think breakfast, lunch, d- dinner, and then even dessert, yes. Give me cake. What cake would it have to be for you to be able to do it? I like I like chocolate mousse cakes. I'm not going to lie. I like mousse cakes. Do you think that would like, be too much chocolate, cakes. though? They're, they're light, though. That's the thing. It, it will be okay. a lot of chocolate, but they're yeah. very light, so it's not like... It's a lot of empty calories. But it's still less caloric than other cakes. Maybe it's still as fatty, but I mean. What about ice cream bad. cake? Ice cream cake's like a hit or miss, dude. Hit or miss, yeah. They gotta have like the good uh, inside part. Not, not like not the ice cream, but they have like the good like chocolate or like the uh, basic bread. It's not breading, but it's like the. Uh, I don't know what it is. Open that. Ice cream cake. I not mean, the cake itself, but like they have like a little like a cookie layer. An ice cream cake? You know what I'm talking about? I mean, yeah, usually it's like, uh, I mean, are, are you talking about because like they usually have like a crunchy part, but it's like mixed yeah. in with the ice cream. Yeah. I'm talking, that yeah. crunchy part has to be good. I don't want yeah, that crunchy yeah. part. Like the rest of the cake is just awful. That's my interpretation of the ice cream cake. Mm-hmm. But like birthday cake ice cream, I do like, which is different, by the way. It's They take chunks of birthday cake and you just actually just shove it into ice cream. So you have cake bits in your ice cream. That's so cool. You know how crazy it is that people think that chocolate ice cream and vanilla ice cream are opposites? They're not, though. It's so weird. I, mem- I-, I remember... Uh, it's only because they're different colors. I remember uh, Chris Spain talking to me about this the one day. And he was like, it, it doesn't make sense. People are idiots. Chocolate, you know, if if chocolate was the opposite of vanilla, it would be the opposite flavor. Which would be like sour or like tart or something like that. Vanilla and chocolate are very, very similar. They're both sweet. Chocolate has a chocolate vanilla. Vanilla has a vanilla flavor. That's not even. But they're both sweet. Also, vanilla isn't plain ice cream. Vanilla is a flavor. Is plain a flavor. ice cream would. Plain ice cream would taste like milk. Yes. I never had milk ice cream. Well, not milk ice cream, like you know, frozen milk or. Oh sure, yeah. Yeah. It's not bad, by the way. Milk. The milk flavor is fine. If you had a choice, would you take? Um. I forgot. Ice cream or frozen yogurt? Honestly, oh, they hit me with that froyo. Only because it's a little yeah. smoother. Unless it's like right. soft serve ice cream. Soft serve ice cream will take that. But froyo is generally like smoother. Alright, yeah. However, like if we're saying chocolate or vanilla ice cream, generally I will take vanilla ice cream. In my past, my old days, I will take chocolate ice cream. Nowadays, I think I'll take vanilla and like have like chocolate drizzle syrup on it. Sure, yeah. And I'm like, that's what I'll have now. Mm-hmm. I've changed my ways. Or like I'll put like brownies, like hot them up and like pot, put them in the ice cream. Mm-hmm. Something about the vanilla ice cream, dude. Like that little chocolate with it. That's that's my style right now. <laughs> All right, right. 
Um, so let's <laughs> try to actually uh, do something here. So uh, that's how we're unfocused, right? So we just did we did the unfocused part. Yep. Tyler we just titled it. <laughs> Ty- yeah. <laughs> Tyler Raymond, you you try to figure out who was who, and uh, me. we're gonna, yeah. I I have no name. You have both names. Um. Yeah, we're gonna talk about some stuff. So, uh, Ray, I think that it would be wise <laughs> to start with Nausicaa, since you seem to be coming in hot. <laughs> I love Nausicaa. with some <laughs> with, oh, okay, with, so with some opinions. Nausicaa comes out right now. Favorite Ghibli from all time. After watching it, no hesitation. I will say it every mm-hmm. time. Well, at least starting now from today. <laughs> Plus, any of the future Ghibli films change my opinion. At this point in time, Nausicaa is my favorite right now. Okay. One, great world building. You know, I'm a sucker for world building. It's like the mm-hmm. most... Like, what defines Raymond? What, what makes you like things? World building. Uh. When I think of Raymond, <laughs> the first thing I think of <laughs> is world building. Like, Raymond, gosh, man, you always praise world building. It's true, I do praise world building. I think it's great to come up with something that's oddly concrete in a weird way and makes sense when you look at it from like a bigger picture and like the world they created is so enclosed and perfect for what they're mm-hmm. doing it's so wonderful like i mean they have different warring factions they don't go through all of them but i mean like they're like hey we give they're gonna show you just three factions they're gonna be like this is cool they have their own things they're doing their own war they show you the fourth faction nature how dope is that nature has its own thing crazy right I mean, they don't. They don't have to like explain everything. I think that they explain just enough so that you can kind of like uh, interpolate what the whole situation is everywhere else. You know. Um, and yeah, with <laughs> with nature being a big one, you know, uh, there was the one scene in the beginning where uh, she was fighting off the one worm thing. The what was it like? The Olms, dude. Oh, I, mean, I watched yeah. I, I watched the sub, so I don't know. You probably watched the dub, right? No, I watched it subbed. You watched the sub, okay? So the Ohms, dude. Yeah, which is funny because I usually watch Ghibli films dubbed, but uh, I watched yeah. the sub for this. I, um, I wasn't sure about the dubs. So I watched the sub. I watched the dub. I think. Let me see the list again. Pull it up. Dub for Ghibli films is actually a good bet because uh, generally, like you're gonna be hitting. It's not even like you're not gonna miss often. Mizaki has also come out and been like, "Yo." I try to make my dubs good, mm-hmm. you know, because like a lot of other anime, is just like oh, dub, whatever. We we need a dub to get that Western audience. But like, I feel like Mizaki up on Poppy Hill and Wind Rises in dub, and that'd be fine. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, I remember in the in the beginning, she was fighting that Ohm and like saving that one dude who at the time we didn't know was like Lord Lord Yapta or something, right? Was, Lord Yapa, 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 and uh, you know she she wasn't trying to kill it. She used her little technique with the with the wind thing and then she was like you don't belong here go back to the forest where it is like nature you know lo- you know like you said is like its own its own entity it's like stay over there we'll be over here you know we don't we don't want to interfere with anything at least the valley of the wind they're like the valley of the wind has this great balance with nature it's yeah beautiful yeah so like they have enough of it like they have enough of the insect stuff to like live off of but they still mm-hmm. kill all the spores and everything. They're like, we have to keep our crops alive to protect us. And that was like, you know, built up. And it makes sense, you know. They got like their way to live. So they're very peaceful people. 
they have weapons and such, but they basically use it like to protect themselves or to scavenge, mm-hmm. which I think is pretty amazing. Yeah. And I think the animal design is amazing. They got really good animals. A lot of insects, but still though, it made me feel like uh what was it? Me and Abyss. I was watching me and Abyss a little bit. Some of these like designs were just really good. I'm like, this is crazy. We're gonna roll with this. It's good, it's good. Uh, yeah, like they, 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 they do a very good job in the very beginning, like the first the first like scene or whatever, with her kind of wading through the forest, and you do see like four or five different animals, and like we don't we don't uh spend a lot of time looking at them. It's just like here's a bunch of cool designs and they're here and this is the world and, and you immediately just buy into it. I think the beginning of the movie actually like explains pretty much like what you're going into. You're going to a new a, a familiar yet new world, which is mm-hmm. exactly what they kind of want you to know. And the animation of course Ghibli top notch. They they kick it out of the park. The story you, wonderful. Even though Nausicaa is like one of the first, you know, like Nausicaa was made before Ghibli was formed. Mm-hmm. It was it was a it was a Miyazaki film, but it was I think it was the last movie they made before Ghibli was actually a thing. Oh, crazy! I think that's also based off of a manga. I think most likely is. I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure. So good. The story wonderful. Yeah, great compelling characters. Sure, like you know, like some of them hit or miss, but they all serve their purpose in the story. Every action feels like it has meaning for the most part for the characters. I like when uh, Yuppa, <laughs> Lord, he was like, uh, he got in between Nausicaa and the other people when they were like on the little airship or whatever. Yeah. And he just got in between them and Nausicaa stabbed him in the forearm. Yeah. But like it was, it was such a cool moment because he was, I don't know, I guess like risking his life to keep the peace and be like, we don't have to fight. Like, uh, what you guys are doing over here, because you know, there's a whole faction and they, you know, towards the end, they were trying to, disturb everything like kill all the all the creatures and i don't know i guess that's you know i guess they thought that that would end the whole the whole uh suffering and stuff with the you know the spores and everything but he was just like yo this is not the way we don't need to be fighting (laughs) you know you know it's uh we may be enemies but we're gonna kill each other (laughs) in in the process when and nobody's gonna win because of that they straight up came in there and just killed her dad like it's like yeah just bam you're dead yeah, Crazy. come on, man, you know. They didn't even, like, you know, send out an envoy or anything, like, declaration or anything. They just rushed dead. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Pretty informal, if you ask me. I like when, <laughs> uh... Yeah, I mean, I like when towards... Towards the end, when... The... The, the Wind Valley people were kind of, like, captured by the other group i don't remember the names of the other groups but uh and their princess was there and she was kind of like overseeing everything making their next move and the the wind people were like you're a princess just like we have a princess but you are nothing like our princess like you think completely differently and i thought it was really nice to compare the two people and then compare the two like uh factions and stuff and yeah, I mean, to just show their differences and how they are they're on a path of destruction, you know, they're at, what was it, towards the end they had like a nuke, basically, they're just going to yeah. drop and, they're, they're, and that, that's how they're going to win, and you got, the, you got the valley people over here, like I don't have to do that, like we we've been over here living amazingly like we're good, we got a nice a nice little dichotomy with all, all the little 
creatures and stuff. You know, we don't have to kill the ohms to take their resources. You know, like in the beginning, we have Nausicaa. Wait for them to shed, really, and then you just yeah. Them. yeah, yeah. It's like the the ohm didn't even die; it just shed its skin, mm-hmm. and it was like, oh, we can use this. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like two two completely different ways of thinking. I don't like they hate you with like the uh, the ohms are good, like all the insects, and everything. Like the plague is good because like under the earth, everything's perfectly fine, mm-hmm. and it's beautiful. Like they're like especially they they show you like when Nausicaa goes down there with the other guy. Attack the the planes when they yeah. go down there, and you see like everything's like pure, just like how her room was, her mm-hmm. secret room that she wanted to show Lord Yappa. And it's like it, it had like, a little bit of a Wally feel. Where it's, oh like, sure, yeah. There's like hope, you know. Mm-hmm. And where like the the overworld people are just, I don't know, just like squabbling over mm-hmm. <laughs> over territory and resources, and it's like no, we could, we we don't have to do that, you know. And like Nausicaa technically had like a scientific breakthrough in her basement, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, she's over here figuring everything out, you know, a, a true leader of her people, you know. But she couldn't tell anyone. Yeah. So it ruined. Yeah. How'd you feel when uh, the 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 ohms, or I guess it was just the one, I don't know, they like basically brought her back to life? <laughs> you know, I felt like it was. It was normal, but I like how that they tied it in the endo with the, the prophecy thing that kind of hit it at the beginning. Mm-hmm. It's like the blue shepherd, you know, on the, the grains that she was the one. Yeah. It just tied it back, you know. Other than that, really, I felt like, you know, I'm like, okay, well, you know, it's nice that she didn't die. She could have died. They could have just had it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like. It was nice that she didn't, because then she can kind of be the leader of, like... Like, push everyone, you know? Yeah, yeah, and, like, okay, this crazy thing just happened. Now I'll be here to lead us past it and, like, where we're going to go from here. You know, I guess she could have died and been, like, a martyr, I guess. <laughs> but, you know, like, you talking about how she, you know, had her breakthrough and stuff. Like, like no one else did that. I mean, she, she she's one here coming up with all the ideas, all the tactics. She's really good at... at uh, wind sailing or whatever I don't know what they called it you know so I think her being here and her presence alone I think just drives people she really is like the heart of her people yeah yeah I think it's great I liked it I enjoyed it I thought it was good 10 out of 10 for me I haven't rated on Mel yet but <laughs> you haven't rated most things on Mel to be fair you're correct and manga, it's mostly me just keeping them in reading. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. I'm still reading this. Of course, yes. I would love to let you read Vagabond, but I'm not going to put you through that. That's that's like it's like 500 chapters or something like that. That's a lot. I, Vagabond's I, like a masterpiece, though. But the problem when you read Vagabond is that you know that I keep saying it, I think, though. It's 327. Oh, okay. But, like, the chapters are long, though. Yeah. The problem when you read Vagamon is, uh, you know that it ends there, and that's never going to get finished. Mm. The, the, the manga's never going to continue past the point where it's at. It's, like, in the... It ends at an arc, right? But you know it's never going to continue past that, though. The creator's just... He stopped, because he put too much time into it. It's like it felt more work to him than enjoyment. Ah. Uh. 
But to be fair, it's like one of the most beautiful yet also amazing manga of all time. I wonder if the the Valley of the Wind manga goes past the movie, which was like more more story, you know. Search for Nausicaa, I guess. Well, I'm here. Because I'm pretty sure I know it was based on some kind of book. I thought it was a manga. I thought that's what I what I read. But I don't remember. This is licensed. They're not gonna have it here. Oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but I think the I think the story was great. I think it was, you know, it had a lot of nice supporting characters. You know, again, like like building the world, and uh, it it reminds me of a lot of Mononoke. Yes, uh, with like kind of nature being its own thing. We got some people over here trying to destroy it all. You know, kind of like you know, the postmodern apocalyptic uh, Mononoke. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you have the like prodigy who's over here. Like, I just gotta save everything. I guess you know, I got the answers to everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, they learn a little bit more about themselves throughout the way, or on the way, I guess. Um, I, think it's, I didn't really vibe with Monoke as much as I vibe with this. I don't know why. It's, yeah. I don't know if I like, like the more futuristic idea of it, the more like apocalyptic world. I yeah, know. I mean, the, I mean, this one definitely has. Yeah, it's definitely more like an apocalyptic world. I think that there's a lot more like barren uh, environment, right? Where Mononoke was like a forest. That was that was the whole point. Was that the forest was dying mm-hmm. uh, without the the spirit. Yeah, yeah. This one is definitely more of like we're like we, we we've like crested that hill of hey stuff's going on. We got to make a decision, and you know there's other people making their own decisions, very very extreme, very very radical things. Like the, like the decisions also like there's like political decisions as well as there's like emotional decisions being made as well. Mm-hmm. Like throughout, it, and it's like shaping it as it goes, like it's twisting and turning differently. Yeah. <laughs> Like the story because, could go one way, but like it doesn't because something happens, and you're like, "Well, that makes sense why they did that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, stuff. I mean, I mean, I mean, it, I think all the sides make sense, right? Mm-hmm. To 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 want to just destroy them all. It should be like, all right, we just if we get rid of them, then there's no danger anymore. I think that that makes sense. Um, and it's I don't really blame flat level, right? That's like, like you can see why they didn't want to do it. It's like they're causing all the issues, so we just killed them all. Yeah, <laughs> and like if we don't need them, you know, if you know, as long as we're not killing every living thing on the planet, then mm-hmm. we will then you know continue on. But you have the 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 main group that we're supposed to sympathize with, the the Valley people, and they have a much better idea of, hey, we can just like coexist. <laughs> You know, we don't need to kill them all. We can figure this out. We have like a scientist over here, which you know she's she's pretty cool, and she has this little like little cup <laughs> that can like put them all to sleep. So we can just do that. Like it's good. We don't need to we need to murder all all the all these creatures, right? Did we see them cook at all? No. Because all the Ghibli films are known for their food. Don't believe we saw cooking. Yeah. I may be mistaken, but I don't. I have not. I do not remember a scene of cooking. 
in the film. Hmm. Do you think they eat these bugs? I saw they they had the beans they were eating. The okay. Beans. Yeah. They were just balls though. They were like. <laughs> Oh, she was like feeding him to that to that kid, right? Yeah. Like, guy. Him. He's like, he's like, I don't like him that much, but like, I'll eat them. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like him, but you know, don't don't stop giving them to me, right? So I don't like him, but like, I can do like a hundred of these. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many of these do you have? <laughs> if by chance you have over ten thousand, can I have nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine? <laughs> it kind of reminded me of. Uh... Those little like food pellets from Naruto, which is like little balls. I don't know what they taste like, but people eat them, right? When you think spicy it. ramen episode's not canon, it's not canon. Oh, okay, okay. Which was mm. weird. Yeah. I mean, if if they want it, you know. You gotta put it in. So you think this is your favorite one, huh? Yeah. Out of all the honestly, ones you saw? It hurts, dude. It hurts. Imagine yeah. watching like a bunch of Ghibli films and like, I haven't seen Nausicaa, dude. I haven't heard anything really about it, though. To be fair, that's true. I haven't really heard anything about Nausicaa, like, to be fair. I mean, there are a lot of people that would agree with you that this is the best one. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a sleeper hit. Yeah, it is. I think it is because it's not technically a Ghibli film. Mm-hmm. And it's also really old, you know. I think it was like like 89 or something like that. It was like early 90s maybe, maybe the latest. I believe that, dude. Something like that. It feels real sleeper, though. Anyway, I think everyone should watch Nausicaa. It's pretty good. It is good. It even has that double A. Yeah, the double A, dude. Yeah. Uh, but there is like terrorizing imagery for children who don't like insects. Or just people who just don't like insects in general. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it, it even had to draw another Mononoke comparison. It even had, like, uh, you know, the, the bugs, like, freaking out. Mm-hmm. Similar to how animals would freak out in Mononoke. Well, like the curse. Would, yeah, the, the curse. Yeah, the little parasite things. So, yeah. Some would say Mononoke is uh, Nausicaa, too. It's actually the past before Nausicaa. Anyway. Oh, it's before. Okay, prequel. Like Star Wars. Yes. Yeah. I saw a thing the other day. What was it? Okay, so I saw <laughs> complete tangent, right? Um There was a there was a theory out there about about uh uh Thor Ragnarok, right? Okay. They said that and I'm pretty sure the, you know, poke some holes in it. I don't I don't think this is true, but it was fun while I was reading it. They said that in and I guess there's a bunch of spoilers for a few different movies here, but that in Endgame when Cap brings the the hammer back, Mjolnir, right? Mm-hmm. So he brings it with him, he's like, oh, I gotta go bring it back along with the stones. The theory is that he brought back a fake uh hammer. And they link it to Ragnarok and say that Hela, when, when Hela broke uh, Thor's hammer, you know, when she caught it and she like, crumbled it, mm-hmm. they said that that was a fake. And some of the support behind this, I guess, was that Hela, more than anyone, would be able to tell that Mjolnir was fake 
because we have the whole thing, the whole scene where she uh, tells someone. She's I, telling, I, forget. Uh, I forgot the guy. Yeah, he's got the head tattoos, right? Yeah, with his guns. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, he was like, oh, fake, fake. And she even pushes over the fake gauntlet. So her, more than anyone, she felt it's fake. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was a cool theory. Um, but people, you know, people kind of uh, destroyed it by saying that it wouldn't make sense because that was still, like, like Ragnarok is still part of our timeline. Mm-hmm. And Cap, Cap went to a different timeline to return the hammer. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like if he did do that, the fake wouldn't have been in our Thor Ragnarok movie. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was cool. You know, that'd have been nice a nice <laughs> a huge call back to another movie. You know, and then uh because yeah, Mjolnir doesn't exist anymore, which sucks. But I guess like couldn't like couldn't Peter Dinklage just be like, Hey, I'll make you another one. In theory, yeah, man. Yeah. I have a feeling he'll make him a new hammer for just for uh, Rock and Thunder. Love Rock and Thunder, whatever. Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder? Thank you. Yep. Because oh. like, we're supposed to get, she's supposed to be Thor and he's supposed to become Odinson. So. Yeah. So, so that was kind of another thing trying to back the theory where it's like, how is, how is, um, her? Olivia Wilde. Is that her name? Is that her name? No, it's not. Is it? No, 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 It's the actress that plays, um... Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman, that's who it is. <laughs> In my mind, <laughs> I was like, it's not Angelina Jolie. That's not the right name. Uh, yeah, so Natalie Portman is supposed to become Thor, right? Or that, that's a theory, right? Because we haven't actually seen any, like, stuff about it. It's just kind of what they're going off of. Oh, and, yeah, that's, uh, why, that's, why this, that's where the Star Wars tangent came from. Uh, yes. Yeah. So how... How does she become Thor without the hammer? Right? I mean, I guess Odin would be like, you're not the king of hammers, you're the king of, or the god of hammers, you're the god of thunder or something, right? That's yeah. what he would, they would say. God thunder, you're not the god of hammers. But at the <laughs> announcement at Comic-Con, she held up Mjolnir, so. Yeah, she had a hammer, dude. So, so. Russo brothers need some, they have some explaining to do. That's all I'm saying. This your god of thunder. <laughs> You're my son. <laughs> Raised you that way. Do you have anything about Nausicaa Ray? <laughs> <laughs> anything I need any more? Uh, well, Yabba had this really cool part when he came on the plane. What did he do? Well, he just he went on the plane. He's like, Oh, yeah, yeah. And I think there was even a comment by the one guy. He was like, This guy's really good. I don't know if we should. Old him. dude, it's like it's, it's, yeah. it's old Vinny's like I still got it, boys. <laughs> Look at me. It's always the old people in manga and anime you got to be scared of. Yeah, it's true. They're always yeah. the strongest ones in the room. So, what's one we're doing next week? Do you have the list up? Because so far, one for one. One for one. It's pretty good. One for uh, one. Porco Rosso, we can do. Por- oh, one Porco Rosso. Or the Wind Rises. One of those three. I think okay, Porco so... Rosso is the one listed next, so we're going to do that one. Yeah, yeah. Let's do them in order. Why not? Uh, so, Porco, Porco Rosso. This one. <laughs> this one, I feel like. I'm fine. 
I feel like this isn't in the top tier of Ghibli, right? I feel like it doesn't belong with like, uh, you know, some of the more popular ones, right? Like Pond. Spirited Away, Mononoke, yeah, P- Ponyo or Kiki's or... power hitter. What is? What do you say? Ponyo's a power hitter. Low it key. is. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> but I feel like it's in that middle tier, right? Where it's like this movie is like so surprisingly good and has like a lot of heart. Um, I, mean, I, I didn't realize, like dude. I threw down howls for this movie. <laughs> He did. They're on house for Nausicaa, dude. I remember. Uh, I don't know if you said it on the podcast last week, but you did tell me Howl's, that House was your favorite. I did say it. I did say it on the podcast that House was my favorite. So are you saying that Nausicaa beats House or no? I, I, th- I threw it for House, dude. You can't believe. Oh, wow, okay, okay. So here's the top three right now. It's gonna be uh, Nausicaa, House, Spirit Away, and then we'll put Ponyo number four. It's Ponyo number four. Ponyo. Yeah. Honorable mention. Papanya for me, I think. Animation wise, it's just beautiful. It probably it is, just like yeah. it, it also helps that it's like made like what two thousand eight or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I think it was oh eight. I think that also has a really good advantage too because one of its main themes has to do with water. So like I mean, water, you get the water animation is just yeah. Just when it's done right, away. yeah. When is when it's done right, it's it's amazing. Part of the reason why weathering with you looked so good. Yeah, that's true. So you have water and rain animation, dude. Sign me up. <laughs> um. So yeah, Nosca, Nosca was good. Next week we got Porco Rosso. Um. I'm excited. I'm excited for it. Um. So yeah, until I'm focused, go. You know, watch tomorrow's or next week's. Well, I guess the epi- next episode for you guys will come out tomorrow. So uh, I don't know what we're awesome. doing. Yeah, I don't know what we're doing next. But uh, yeah, go 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 check it out. There's a bunch of good stuff. Or go back in time and watch our three-hour podcasts. Because that's, that's a good three time. Three-hour podcast? Uh, you know, like, yeah. Honestly, three-hour podcast? Uh, personally, I don't mind watching a three-hour video. But some people do. Yeah, yeah. So this is why we have them split up. It's more digestible. Hmm. Some people don't have the the time for the long podcast, so a more segmented podcast yeah. benefits people. If they're in mm-hmm. a playlist, and you can just hit the button and then join there. That's true. All in a row. Just have it play in a row. All it right. also helps because you know where our topics split up. You can already do that with normal YouTube now. They have the the buttons. Click on the the timestamps. You know. Mm-hmm. It's not respectable, but. <laughs>